Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my. It's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with my co-host, PK. How are you doing tonight? Absolutely fabulous, because I can't wait for our guests to get on. Been waiting I all day. <laughs> we have been yes. talking about yes. our guest all week. My goodness. We are so excited, aren't we, to have William Stickevers is here with us tonight. We are so honored because he's the master. So we are definitely going to have a lot of things to go over tonight with William. You guys are in for a big treat and a lot of great information. So, PK, you get the night off. You don't have to do any predictions because William's going to take care of all of that. That's right, and I get to listen to somebody that I can represent to my clientele of how great he is. Exactly. He is the best. That's why we call him the master, right? <laughs> Definitely. Not a question about that one. No. So I wanted to first give out just a couple of grab numbers. I know everybody's having fun with these things. So here's one to remove blocks, 91688. Again, that one is 91688 to remove blocks. And another number is Prosperity Confidence. I like this one. 87467894. Please be sure to email us your stories on what's changing in your life when you use these numbers. As you know, these help you to bypass any old programming and get right to source and get right to your goals. So we we keep hearing from people saying all wonderful things are happening. Somebody was just looking for a house, and it just, I'm telling you, it was like magic. This thing like just turned up. It was the perfect house. It was the perfect price. And they bought it. It was theirs within a week. So there's also a real estate number I'll be sharing next week. Yeah. It's nice when it's easy like that and it just comes to you. That's when you know it's really divinely guided. So 
Anyways, those are your numbers that you can play with all week, so be sure to have fun with those. Now, tonight, as we mentioned, we have William Stickevers. And he's been with us before. And, of course, he has made predictions, and they've all come to pass. So we put a lot of faith in William. And he has an incredible background. He has a broad scope of political, economic, psychological, spiritual, and metaphysical knowledge. So he systematically explores possibilities about the future and how they can emerge from the present by weaving current secular trends, geopolitical factors, and mundane astrological portents. Now, he's a counseling astrologer, and he's been doing this since 1988, mostly in New York City, now in San Francisco, and he's well-versed in psychological, horary, electional, medieval, and renaissance branches of astrology. He's also certified in astrocartography, which can tell you the best place to live, and worked with Alfie Lavoie of the Astrological Institute of Research. Now, I could just go on talking about him because his resume is very long, of course. But I'd rather talk to him and see what he's got to share with us tonight. So let's bring him on the show. William, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me having me back again, Patricia and PK. It's always great doing shows with you guys. You have a wonderful podcast, and it, and we cover the gamut each time, and it's always a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. It's We feel blessed to have you with us tonight. Oh, and I also just wanted to do a shout out to all of our listeners because we found out just last week that we are in the top 5% globally of all podcasts. So thank you everybody for listening all over the world. We really appreciate it. So William, gosh, there's so much to talk about. Oh my God. Where should we start? What would you like to start with? Well, you know, I think we should talk about, like, the biggest astrological factor at work that's shaping, forming, and forming every aspect of our lives, including the collective ambient, and that would be the Saturn-Uranus square alignment that's been operative since um, late January, early February this year, and will continue to be into next year. And that, that alignment uh, basically covers uh, the wide gamut of, of high strangeness that we're seeing more so in the news. We're seeing it all over the place in the weather. Uh, we're seeing it with bizarre and uncanny events and outcomes and scenarios. Uh, one of the things we're seeing right now is like acceleration and intensification of this cancel culture and boycotting of uh, people and and shadow banning and all of that. We're seeing more and more of that, and that's going to be a common theme of what the Saturn-Uranus is going to bring. Um, we see it connected with um, disruptive technological innovations. We're seeing that, especially in the crypto space, but we're also seeing it with um, uh, the emergence of uh, technology such as the uh, electric, electric cars that now have built-in AI systems. Uh, we're going to see it a lot more in, in, in many areas this year, a lot of disruptive developments. For example, we'll probably see the first uh, AI-automated self-serve Burger King, right? And that will just wow. begin to – we're seeing it with truck driving. We're seeing 
AI truck driving. We see self-automated truck drivers now. A uh, truck driving, which, which we, there is no need for drivers. Uh, this is all being prototyped uh, and um, and tested. And now it's going real time. So we're going to just see a proliferation where everything will be chipped. Uh, we're going to see the Internet of Things come alive this year. Uh, but we're also going to see a lot of civil disobedience, youth defiance. Uh, we're going to see a lot of resistance. We're going to see a lot of um, protests. We're going to see uh, uh, very um, like a class warfare, right? We're going to see a, a, the, the haves and the have-nots. There's going to be a greater gap. We're going to see the wealth and equality gap grow tremendously this year. It'll be sort of contradictory to what the government's trying to do. They're injecting more and more money in the system, and they're putting all this money into, um, you know, they're basically propping up the economy, but in doing so, what they're really doing is creating an even greater wealth gap, and we're going to see civil disobedience break out far greater than what we saw last year during COVID. So we're going to see a post-COVID dystopian scenario unfold, and while that unfolds, you'll have half the population engaged and focused on it, and the other half of the population will be in cognitive dissonance, where they won't want to deal with the facts, deal with the reality. There'll be a total disengagement, sort of like what we're seeing now with the border crisis. We're seeing government being ineffectual at a level. No matter what they do now, we have a border crisis that is totally out of control. We just had the, um, I believe we had the border czar with uh, President Biden assigned to czar, who actually stepped down and then was stated, the White House stated, but there is no crisis, right? So we Uh had a you know, this is an example of cognitive dissonance, where there's no, there's no real journalism anymore. More and more problems are cropping up. Unemployment, explosive unemployment, stagnation, a scenario what we saw in the 70s with creeping up inflation into double digits. Um, we're going to see a lot more of that, and the cognitive dissonance will be with the other half of the country that doesn't want to acknowledge it that we have major news networks that don't follow up on it or don't go too deep into it or completely ignore it, a White House that's not held accountable, a government that's not held accountable. And so you're going to see this growing divide, this growing divide, and more disturbing revelations after the fact about the vaccines, about uh, the reality of, of, this, of COVID and, and its source and how they handle it and who was really behind some of the policies that were very disruptive, that almost caused a near deflationary, complete collapse of the global economy. Uh, We're going to hear a lot of disturbing revelations after the fact. Well, we can't do anything about it now, but now it will be revealed. Uh, We're going to see a lot more uh, social controls, loss of freedom uh, in certain ways. We're going to see there'll be like the elephant in the room where the cognitive dissonance is there, and they're talking about everything except the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room could be the, uh, the, the mass, um, the mass uh, migrations and immigration that's coming through you know, the Mexican-Texas border. It could be what's happening with China, what's happening, the brewing crisis in Ukraine. We're going we're we're to sense that we don't have a leadership that can really deal or handle any of the protracted crises that are already in process or on mm-hmm. their way or, or, and, or converging. And I'm seeing like a set of resets, reboots, reforms 
uh, happening at all different levels. And we're, the biggest thing probably happening now is the World Economic Forum is going to meet, and the title is the Global Financial Reset Initiative. It's actually called the Great Reset Initiative, and it's dealing with the resetting of the global and geopolitical system that has been in place since 1945. So they're all meeting. Kamala Harris will be there to lead the way, along with Prince Charles, who's probably going to become king. I, I'm seeing that the queen is going to abdicate sometime this year or certainly into early next year. She's, she's going to be transitioning uh, her uh, position, her power, you know, her title off to Charles, who's now leading this, uh, you know, he's certainly now one of the key members of this World Economic Forum, which is effectively the globalist, right, this, this sort of right. globalist initiative. And uh, I'm seeing tech censorship, deplatforming, like I mentioned earlier, um, that sort of big brother authoritarianism, um, David, ver David versus Goliath scenarios, uh, people um, taking on the government class action suits, um, moral hazard where more and more people are putting more and more of their money into the stock market. I see this bubble getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And this reminds me this year of 2008 when everything was great, remember? Yeah. Everything was great in 2008 until kaboom, right? And we're moving yeah. in that direction. And it's going to be even bigger and badder. So we're going to see that, that moral hazard take place. And uh, so a lot of people are going to get hurt. We're going to see like 10 million people walk out of their homes. So as we get closer and closer to this event. So this is what when I see happening. And yep. Go ahead. What did you say, PK? So would, would I didn't hear you. That's place, the financial bubble breaking. Yeah, so the financial, we're going to have an intimation of the financial bubble breaking uh, around June, around the time of the solar eclipse. We're going to have an intimation. It's not going to be a full-blown meltdown. There will be an uh-oh something is wrong. And that happened, by the way, in February, March of 2008, when Bear Stearns went down, and we saw the market take, uh, take a hit, and then everything was back to normal, and the bubble kept growing. But people got warnings. They got warnings. And smart people, the people who did the big short, by the way, were the ones who took action when they got that warning. So we're all going to get warned, but most people will continue to stay in, buy more, and keep keep celebrating because we're going to see remember what happens is that um, markets begin to unwind once we see more volatility occur so there's extreme ups and extreme downs and as we get closer and closer to the moment we'll see extreme movements in home prices extreme movements in in nearly everything right that's in a bubble that's it's really the everything bubble in this sense and uh, we're going to get intimations, and there will be disturbing revelations after the fact, probably by late June, early July, that will re reveal, right, how much time we do have left. But the only thing sort of propping this is the fact that Biden is going to be injecting more and more and more money, suppressing interest rates down to prevent a bond market collapse at all costs, and um, doing other things to give the perception, applied perception management, the economy is stronger than what it really is. This is a very fragile economy that's on the verge of really collapsing on its own weight. Wow. Now, can, uh, can you share with us, William, some more information about this 
globalist meeting, what's their end game with us little slaves so, and them holding all the power? What is what's this all about so people can understand it? Yeah, so uh what it's really about is building a technocracy using a one world global system where uh power and money is distributed evenly but the power so so power and money is evenly distributed but it's basically a social uh a social technocracy a socialism combined with technocracy and the um the people at the very top of the pyramid are the ones that control policy so we no longer have governments right taxation by representation is it doesn't really work or it doesn't really count for much because when you have supranationalist and transnational financial systems that have more power than the mm-hmm. national systems right underneath them or that na- or national governments meaning like the people at the top of the world economic um forum who represent the globalists will determine policy push down policy that all governments across the world will accept and promulgate and enact and enforce and what that means for everybody is that the type of currency system that we have in place which is in rapid decline and dying going through a very protracted death struggle is going to be replaced by something radically different at a much faster timeline than anyone could possibly imagine especially those who are least in the know which happens to be your Wall Street financial advisor they happen to be the least in the know people about what's really going down and what's really about to happen because remember they get money right by keeping mm-hmm. you in the system and they're going to reset that system when you least expect it and they don't from what we've heard they don't want us and i mean the collective us underneath these powers that be they don't want us to have anything they don't want us to own personal property or have access to funds is that true is that what this is about right what they want you to do is to consume because they're trying to build uh, their model is based on consumption. So the, the, like what we see in the United States, 70% of the economy is people consuming things they don't need. The moment mm-hmm. that slows down, we'll, we'll see a complete collapse in the economy because we outsource most of our manufacturing, even our services now. Try and get technical support, and you don't have an American picking up a phone, right? No, so, you don't. You know, right. So this is what's happened now, and um, this is going to be accelerated. And it's – look – the bottom line is that first they're going to – it's going to be a multi-step process. First it's going to be the currency. They're going to re-engineer it. Um, they're going to force you to swap your U.S. dollar or any type of national do- dollar-based assets into this new international crypto-type currency. It will be a digital currency. I don't know if it will be a cryptocurrency. It will be a centralized currency. It will be a centralized blockchain that will be um, that will, will that will have international. In other words, it'll be swappable with any other type of currency. The idea is to basically create one currency, one communication system, one global network, one global financial uh, industrial infrastructure, right? And that will be in compliance with you know 
nation's training policies, financial policies, and foreign policies. So this is something they're going to roll out very quick. Normally it would take like 20, 30 years to do it. They're going to do it mm-hmm. between now and the end of the decade, and it begins in May of this year. Wow. Uh, that sounds very right. frightening. It really does. It is. What about if, you, if, like, if you have uh, government savings bonds or if you have money in the stock market, what do you do with that? Is there something you could do to save all that at this time? Well, I mean, the best thing you could do is get out of the system, and there's only one real way. There's two ways you can do it. There's one real way and one way where uh, the first thing people can put money is in gold and silver, but here's the problem with gold and silver is central banks are buying that gold, right? Yeah. They're, 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 right, because that's what they're going to base their reset on. That's the one thing they can agree on. So they're now holding gold. They're suppressing the price of that gold, and they are purchasing that gold. So that's one way to get out of it, to go into precious metals. The other way is to go into cryptos because they have absolutely no control of that system, and that's going to become a big issue for them. So that's why people right now are moving completely out of stocks. They move not maybe completely out of stocks, I should say, but the smart money is getting out of the bond market because the bond market, when you have any type of currency issue, when you see a complete inf- – the runaway inflation with the currency. So we're going to have a combination of deflation and inflation at the same time happening. Then the smart money is responding by moving it their value into the hardest money there is. And there's only two things that we could say is the hardest currency or the hardest money there is. That would be gold and the other would be Bitcoin. And that is what's happening now. So that's one of the things people can do uh, you have to realize, though, this World Economic Summit is not going to be on the following day. They're going to reset the system. What's going to happen is we're going to see a number of edicts and, and proclamations and policy changes that will be rolled out very rapidly from May all the way into the end of this year with a timeline on it. Starting February, you know, your savings account will be transferred from the value it is now to this new currency, and, you know, it'll be a process. It won't be a one-day affair or one-week affair. It's not going to be like that's what happens in the movies, right? You know, they need Mm -hmm. to do that to keep you engaged. But this is going to be like one of those films that go on for a a number of months uh, while this all unfolds. So nobody knows exactly what they are going to do. We do know their meaning, and they're planning to implement it, and we will know what that is once they finally, uh, once uh, once we get disclosure on that. Yikes! <laughs> so Very overwhelming. For sure, because you know people just don't know. Some people have money in stocks, some have it in government bonds, and uh, some have it in the savings account, and then of course your stocks. So in essence, everything's in jeopardy. Everything's in jeopardy. Um, the only thing that's not in jeopardy is gold and Bitcoin and silver to a lesser degree. Well, actually, you could argue that silver, because silver is in massive demand, but the problem is, is there is price suppression on the precious metals. However, when there is a reset, the only thing that the central banks will agree on in order to reset to a new currency system and to have it partially backed by will be gold. And that's why anyone holding gold now is um, can be a benefit of that reset. 
And when you talk about holding gold, exactly what are you talking about? Actual gold? Well, owning gold, actual physical gold, or you can do so it physical gold, like not on... Not gold stocks or anything like that. It's actual gold. No, not gold stocks. Yeah, yeah, not gold stocks. We're talking like you could use one gold where you can purchase the gold, they hold the gold for you, and you can liquidate that gold or collect it. It's up to you. So that's, mm-hmm. that's an, these types of services are now available, but it's still physical gold you're owning. Right. And you can liquidate it at any time. Well, it was something like that. How does one really know who to go to to purchase this to know that they are, in fact, getting what I'm assuming they'll give you a certificate or something for it? But how do they know who's the good guys and who's the bad guys? Well, you know, that's what you got to do to research. One thing I like, I like about One Gold, it's, it's, it's audited monthly. It's insured by Lloyds of London. And there's a whole host of um, disclosure protocols uh, that, you know, they have the metal, right, that, you know, they have the metal to back, right, what they, what they sell. So if you purchase, like, you know, $10,000 worth of gold and you're holding it there, you could redeem it, have it sent to you within 24 hours, or, you, you know, or you could decide to, you know, uh, convert it back into cash, and that's probably the safest thing to do at this point because it's, it's not easy to hold a lot of gold and silver. So I'm just giving you an example. And, again, I'm yeah. not affiliated with any of these recommendations. I'm just giving an example. I happen to know One Gold is, is a reputable company, and there are other companies like One Gold out there that do the same thing. So it's like owning Bitcoin in mm-hmm. a way. I heard that they are actually going to try to control Bitcoin and all the other coins. Have you heard about that? Some efforts being made in that direction uh, because because it is now, a problem. Anybody who's for saying them. that doesn't understand. Yeah, anyone who's saying that doesn't understand the technology. I see a lot of conspiratorial types that have no technology technological background. You know, I'm a former IT engineer. I've been in this system, been doing it since the 1993, and worked in Silicon Valley before I left the industry and did this full time now with astrology. I can assure you, and I was doing Bitcoin back in 2011 before anyone knew what it was, making predictions on it accurately, because I understood technology and the astrology. And anyone who says, "Oh, they're going to try and take it over," is just creating, you know, conspiracy theory to, to, to okay. get good talking points. Well, that's comforting. It's impossible. <laughs> For anyone to get 51% or greater control on the mining, on the distribution, on the exchanges. And the reason for that is because the way the technology is designed, it's, it's actually intelligent. It knows, right? So it is um, – I don't want to go too deep into it here, but just any, those type of statements. Anything that's holding you back from Bitcoin right now uh, has probably more to do with misinformation right, than the, than the real facts, yeah. So the the day of the dollar is coming to an end, and it's really going to be startling for a lot of people. Like you were mentioning, there will be a lot of people that won't be able to pay for their home. They'll be out. That's right. And, and remember, 7 to 8 million people left their homes between February 2008 and February 2009 while the econ- economy was doing better than ever until we had that Lehman, Lehman meltdown, the right. you know, Lehman Financial Bank and Wall Street melted down, and it almost took down the entire global financial system within 24 hours. And at, up until that moment, though, people, right, 
months before, there was plenty of data coming in, but there was cognitive dissonance that was pervasive throughout the mainstream media. And even people who knew this refused to believe in it. And that's why we had, you know, that film, The Big Short. If anyone hasn't seen it, I suggest they watch it because we're going to see a replay of that occur over these number over these months. And with this globalist agenda that they are so uh so committed to enforcing, is is there any hope of groups of people coming up against it and changing this or it's the done deal? Well, it it's gonna happen, but we're gonna have the civil disobedience and youth defiance and resistance and the class struggle and class warfare that we saw in the sixties come back with a vengeance. It's actually it was in the 60s and the 70s, right? So if you take from 68 through um, 74, that period, right. and we sort of all forgot about it, but it was quite serious at the time. But it's going to come back even bigger because the middle class has been completely deleveraged and has not, has not recovered since 2008 at all. So yeah. there'll be that going on, that dissonance and the civil disobedience, and is that going to make a difference? I mean, are, is that going to help us to fight against a one-world takeover like this? Right. Well, you know, there, <laughs> nothing is for certain, right? I would say right. we're going to see um, a, a, a beginning of a movement, if it hasn't already started, where they there is – see – this Saturn Uranus is making people painfully aware of the real facts they've been in denial about, didn't want to believe before, or uh, believe it, it didn't had nothing to do with them, because now it's impacting them. And people are diving and going deeper. Now, I think one of the things that really set this off is the fact that almost everyone I talk to believes, regardless how they voted, that this was not a fair election. And because right. of that, they're starting to question everything else out there that they're hearing about. You know, the economy's great. Put your money in, right? This is all good. Jobs are back. It's the Biden. They're calling it the Biden recovery, right? It, it, this is all false. It's a false narrative to keep us compliant, tax-paying citizens. Right. What if and a person all- has held back some cash over a period of time? Now, will they be able to do anything with our cash money as we use it today? Or will that have to be negotiated into something else, or will it be worthless? Well, no, what will happen is is your cash will be converted. It will be converted. But if you're holding it in your house, they'll give you a certain amount of time to bring it to the bank. And after that, it won't be counted. So this is what happened when they exchanged money. If you remember, back in 1999 to 2002, you had a certain period to bring in your Deutschmark, right, and convert it into euro. And if you, after a certain date, you could bring them a million Deutschmark, they wouldn't convert it. That, it, was, it was monopoly money at that point. So we're going to have that process. It's going to roll out. You're going to see, they're going to give you incentives. If you convert $10,000 of U.S. dollars to this new system, we'll call it, I don't know, the digital dollar or whatever they call it, you'll get... Um, $11,000. They'll give incentives because they need to get you into the system. And the reason they have to do that is if they don't, they're, they're risking a financial collapse. And that would, and the first sign, say, look, the first sign of a financial collapse, and we're seeing this in Europe, is negative interest rates. Mm-hmm. So 
right? You give the bank $1,000 in a bond and you get 7000 back after 10 years. That's a negative interest rate. So that's what's happening now, negative interest rates on checking accounts, negative interest rates on bank accounts, you name it. That's what's happening in Europe. So it's, it's happening in Japan. It's happening in other countries. The Federal Reserve says we can't go negative interest rates because if we do wear the world reserve currency, there will be a complete collapse in the financial system. The trade settlement will collapse. Oh, okay, the only option is to reset the system, write off all the debt, and reset it to a new currency. And that's what they did in 33. That's what they did in 1857. That's what they did in 1773. And that's what they're going to do starting this year. And they'll probably roll it out because they don't want to do it. If they do it really fast, they risk a global revolution. Right. People won't like it. They won't want to participate. So, yeah, there's, boy, well, there's, you know, I have to keep wondering who's pulling the strings on all this. We know it's not the idiots that are pretending to be in charge right now. They're just puppets. So it's the larger, it's the people that we probably don't even know who they are, don't even know their names that are pulling these strings, right? Well, they're up. We know who will be attending, and we'll, that list will be finalized, the World mm-hmm. Economic uh, Forum. And a lot of right. industrialists, Kamala Harris will be a keynote speaker, so she's representing the U.S. Right. government and rubber stamping it. She may not be designing the policy, but she's going to rubber stamp it. And when she's president, right, when she becomes president sooner rather than later, she will enforce yeah. it. Not Biden. Biden's not going to enforce anything. He's lucky he can't even make a speech. That's why there is, by the way, no State of the, U- no state of the Union address, and, it, and according to the Constitution, the president needs to make a State of the Union address. There is none planned because he's not capable of it. So that just tells you what's really going on in the White House. So he's not going to implement it. She will. It's all about Kamala. It's her world, and we're just living in it. And behind her is the globalists. And that's what people in the metaphysical community better get a whiff of because they, a lot of them are staunch Democrats, but it's no longer about being Democrat anymore. This is not about Democrats and Republicans. That is over with. This is about a global technocratic socialist state that's being placed and put in place uh, in front of us with, with, with very little, very little, no journalism, no, no discussion, no debate. Look what's happening on, social, on Facebook. Look what's happening in the news. Look how they deplatform people and nobody say about it. Look how people are just being thrown off, right? Left and it's right. Horrible. We're talking about people... Horrible, right? And nobody yep. says anything. We just go on, go to Costco, pay our taxes, extend and pretend, run up that credit card, keep holding on to cash, even though, you, even though if you had $10,000 last year, now you only have $8,000 worth of purchasing power this year, meaning you would have to have $12,000 today in order to get what $10,000 would have bought you this time last year. No, let's not talk about that, the runaway inflation. There is no journalism, no discussion. Even in the metaphysical community, it's hush, hush. William, please don't bring up the election when you do our podcast. William, please don't bring up this thing. You know, Don't bring up the finances too much. Don't overdo it with Bitcoin. Please hold back on this and that because there's a collective dissonance and psychosis that has taken hold. And look back at Germany, 1930s. How could one of the most advanced cultures in the world, the most sophisticated, culturally and scientifically sophisticated culture in the world at that time, in 1930 Germany, 
turn into a Nazi, you know, turn into a Nazi government within right. three years. Exactly. And yet it Terrified. happens right, right in front of everybody, and they just look the other way. You know, it's That's like, right. You know, yeah. when People are How many countries naive. did they have to invade? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. How many countries did they have to invade before finally, right, they decided, that's it, we need to go to war, this is it, right? They had to yeah. go, they went into Sudetenland, they went to this, you know, there was all different countries they began to invade. Finally, Britain said, that's it, you know, yeah. we're going to do something about this. God. Right? And, it, it, and, and it, the rest it, escalated. And then within, within how many months, four, 143 countries were at war with each other. Good and Lord. Just so you're aware, and I think you already know this, William, <laughs> we're all in favor of you discussing all of those things. That oh, is definitely. Why yes. we we want you on the show is because hopefully anybody who isn't awake yet as to what's going on has a choice now to to completely wake right. up and get what's happening. It's, it's it's crazy little things. It's like my my grandkids. They were given bonds with dirt for different things over the years. And now they said, well, you know, maybe we should start cashing them in pretty soon. And the bottom line is they probably should. Absolutely. And they should put it into Bitcoin. Cash is trash. Listen, everybody. Cash Mm -hmm. is trash because you had $10,000 in 2011. You would need $17,886 to have the same purchasing power. You're getting killed out there. It's it's an it's just it's just absolutely like holding on to cash at any level. So look, it, these are not easy things to do. I realize what I'm recommending here, or is is to consider the fact that the situation we have right now is very similar to what was happening in the 30s and the 1960s. A little bit of both mm-hmm. before well, and, and the big please, blowout began. Please share a about your crypto group because I know there are people that would like to join. I'm going to join your group. I'm very excited too because you present the whole package in terms of what we should be doing. So how can people sign up for your group? Yeah, I mean, they can um, – well, first of all, let me tell a little bit of the story about how it got there. Uh, so sure. I was doing a lot of forecasting in just what's going on in the world and doing forecasting with the stock market and um, – gold and then i was doing bitcoin back in 2011 and then finally when i got on coast to coast they asked me about bitcoin and i said what do you think and i I think the first coast to coast show i said well i see bitcoin going to 10,000 all right and i think a year later or a year or two later it did and they had me on again and they say what do you think about bitcoin now right and yeah you know i told them that i see bitcoin and this was a prediction I made. I think this is back in, I'm trying to remember exactly the year, but it was a few years ago where I said Bitcoin will become the number one global financial asset class, surpassing that of gold. Of course, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure a lot of people were chuckling. Now, remember, at that time, Bitcoin was about $8,000, right? right? So that was in March of last year. Today it's sixty three, sixty four thousand dollars, and it keeps increasing at an exponential rate. And the reason I saw all of this, right, had a lot to do with the fact was a, I was doing financial astrology for over ten years. I was in the world of 
of computer engineering with a computer engineering degree since the early 1990s. 1993 is when I enrolled and I graduated in 1996. Worked in New York and Silicon Valley up until 2017, right? So I had the background, I had the ideal background, the ideal, right, um, you know, perspective and from, you know, and I had the training. I had training with some of the best financial astrologers in the world. So I was able to detect back in 2011. So when I got on coast to coast and said, hey, I see Bitcoin going to 40000 when it was $8,000, and then it hit 40000 and they had me on the show again just recently and said, where do you see it going now, right? A lot of it yeah. has to do with, right, so when that happened, and everyone said, William, you were right, you must do a membership. So I decided, you know, okay, I'm going to do this membership here, and um, it's, you know, this membership has a, is, in this membership, what I do is I give the perspective and the strategy, and, and a lot of people say, well, I'm not an astrologer, and it's like, I do all the astrology heavy lifting for you. I just basically show where the, you know, I show the price movements and the graphs, and I try and keep it interesting. And I, I really try and keep it interesting. And then I talk about what else is happening other than Bitcoin and, how, you know, what the altcoins are, what the uh, extreme, um, the, um, uh, the um, non-fungible tokens and all these other new innovations that are disrupting not only the financial system. We're talking like the entire art the world of art and culture is being completely disrupted. The metaverse, the emergence of now people are making millions of dollars on real estate uh, on inside of the metaverse. And they're, they're getting paid, you know, they're getting, two, they're getting six figure salaries playing games and doing things inside of virtual worlds. And this is happening and, and, and it's growing at an exponential rate. We have a new economy. So I'm introducing people into that world at all ages, I have money managers who attend. I have people who say, I just have, I have $1,000 I put into Bitcoin. What's next, right? I have the whole gamut, right, from world-class astrologers attending to people who know nothing about astrology other than the fact that they sense, I've got some cash and I'm worried, what can I do with this? So that's what this group is about. Now, how can people sign up with that, um, for that with you, William? Where would they go? To your website? Yeah, they would go to my webpage, right? And they would see the Crypto Astrology Group when they go there, as soon as at the landing page. And okay. from there, you know, they could sign up and, you know, let me talk a little bit about the membership. So the membership is, this, the, the cost structure for it is based on getting actionable advice. So you don't just sign up and you watch these presentations and you don't know what to do. It's, I'm giving actionable advice. I have resources there, how to buy Bitcoin, boom. Uh, what is a non-fungible uh, um, non token? How can I get in? How can I buy an ET, um, you know, how can I buy them? So I get into it all. I mean, um, point where people know, we look at the fundamentals, the astrological, the pumpermentals, as they call it, right? And we put it all together and... Um, it basically will come with forecast, right? I basically forecast all the different coins, especially Bitcoin and Ethereum. The risk, I do talk about the risk, the potential rewards. Uh, I focus on all coins in particular and new, new asset classes. So I'm, I'm really doing the best I You're can do. You're covering everything. Yeah, I'm covering everything, and, and I'm trying to give a very high-level perspective and keep it interesting, not get so caught up. 
uh, into the minutiae of things. And, again, it's a learning process. You know, I'm here to really advise and educate and to guide, but this is a learning process. It's like learning a language. It's like learning as a social dance. This is like learning how to cook. This does not happen overnight. It's something you have to work with. You've got to get used to the language. You've got to, you know, until you have money, until you sign up and get a Coinbase account and move your money into Bitcoin and then into these altcoins and, and monitor it and watch how it goes, right? You're not, you know, it's very hard to learn it at a distance. This is something you have to be immersed in to get mastery of. And the reason you want to do this, the reason I'm telling people, encouraging them, is because this is the only way, right, other than investing gold, to really move your money in order to, in order to move your money into and to learn from so that you can be part of the future that we are moving towards. So you need to get into the game and now is the time to get into the game because, look, what happened today? You know what happened today. No, you didn't get yeah. a chance to find out. What... Go ahead. Tell Coinbase. us all. Coinbase? Yes, it had Hint? Right. IPO. Well, actually, direct offer. IPO. What does that mean, the fact that well, this time last year, if you would have asked Jamie Dimon, J.P. Uh, Morgan Chase, if you would have asked anybody, hey, what do you think about crypto? What do you think about Bitcoin, right? They would have said it's a scam, it's a joke, it's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, there's right? still people and saying now, that. Right. But wait a minute. Coinbase was evaluated at $100 billion today in its IPO, right, where the, where the yeah. price went from 250 per share to 350 per share within a matter of hours. Wow. Yes. Where's all the Wall Street know-it-alls on that one? Exactly. So, and that means it's here to stay. And he, let me... Let's go back to 1995. What happened in 1995, February 1995, right? In February 1995, that's when Netscape did its IPO, remember? No one mm-hmm. will use the Internet, right? People, that's just for pornography, right? You know, I've yeah. heard it all because I was coming <laughs> I was true. Compu- I was going to get my computer degree at Hofstra University, and, I, I mean, I would, people would tell me, why are you getting a degree in that, right? And, and here's the thing. When Netscape went IPO, then, then what happens? Yahoo, Google, Amazon, the rest is history. It just exploded. Yep. We are now at the beginning of this ex- new explosion in disruptive technology, Saturn Uranus. This is the Saturn Uranus bomb, but it's a bomb where it will empower you and disempower the post, postmodern world that we've been enmeshed in since the end of World War II, right? That brick-and-mortar analog world, it's collapsing fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by it the is. Way, you don't want to be say, on the wrong should... side of all of this, though, that's for sure, because, it, it, you know, when you talk about this, this globalist agenda, this has bothered me for a very long time. Um, it just, to me, sounds like slavery at its worst. So, you know, being able to to get involved with Bitcoin, to understand cryptocurrency and make the change now, it, it sounds like it's, it's going to be a very helpful thing to do. And that's putting it mildly. Oh, You're yeah, it's the most about empowering. the housing market taking Yeah, we'll drop. get to that in a minute, but I just want to say this. Those astrologers out there saying, hey, you know, or, or podcasters saying Bitcoin's going to be overtaken by China or, you know, going to be controlled by governments – or those saying that it's a high-tech Ponzi scheme, or those people in finance that you know are still saying that, 
don't understand the technology of blockchain and they don't understand the archetypal astrological ambiance and factors that are behind it. And that is what they're missing. And this is, look, you want to stick it to the man? You, you, do, you, if you want to opt out of the global socialist technocracy that the great Kamala Harris is going to promulgate and enforce during her presidency, then you need to invest in cryptocurrencies. I'm talking to the audience here, not just... Yeah, well, hey, we're all in. I want to stick it to them because I'm horrified at what has gone on in this country and and who is supposedly leading us now. It's pathetic. So, yeah, I I want to know more, and I want our audience to know more, too, because I don't want to see our audience members get kicked out of their home because they have worthless cash. And they can't pay their bills. I mean, I, I can't imagine anything worse to be out on the street after thinking you have security in your mortgage, your home, whatever. It'll all be gone. That's right. It'll all be gone. So, look, um, we're entering a s- scenario like the post, like everything that they propped up from this time last year till now is beginning the, the damage control is starting to wear off and break down. And it's not going to happen overnight. This will probably be a summer where a lot of people will, you know, finally the restrictions will be lifting and there will be the sense of hope and getting their lives back on. And that will happen this year. But also the fundamentals of the economy, the global economy, and of the more importantly, the financial system is breaking down much, much faster, and the fact that gold and Bitcoin, if you look at over the past 10 years, gold and Bitcoin have outperformed tremendously, means that the, the dollar, the world, all the currencies, especially the dollar, because everything is against the dollar. It doesn't matter if you have Deutschmark, and I forget it, you don't have Deutschmark anymore. You have Euro, Yen, right? It doesn't matter because it's all based on the dollar. The purchasing power of the dollar against Bitcoin, against crypto, against gold, against silver, has been declining at an exponential rate downward. And that is what they do not discuss. And that means the cost of goods and services are increasing more than you are being compensated. Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. That's exactly what's happening. Anybody should know that by just taking a trip to the grocery store. You come out with two little bags, it's like $300 minimum. Right. And here's the thing. Think about That's a good point because one Bitcoin back in 2014, for instance, could only buy a week's worth of food. Today, it could buy you a Tesla. (laughs) All right. Incredible. Right? Mm. So that's deflationary. What's happening with the U.S. dollar is inflationary. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's what Saturn Uranus does. You're seeing inflation and deflation colliding against each other simultaneously into a perfect storm, into a perfect storm. And so that is the biggest – I mean, there's other things we'll talk about. We're seeing that with the real estate market as well. This, look, the interest rates are being suppressed, but they're starting to creep up now. Yeah. And there's a lack of inventory on homes and the interest rates are still low relative to what they normally are. But here's the question. How much longer can that continue to go where there's bidding wars within hours of putting a home on sale because everyone's getting out of Dodge from the cities. Now that they don't have to work anymore, they can do work at home and make their seven-figure income. They're getting out, 
and they're moving out and they don't care. Oh, that's a house. I'll take it. Right. Right. Yeah. I'll put. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll bid way over. That frenzy never lasts very long. So I think it's going to go much higher. By the way, if you're selling your home out there, sell it now. Sell it fast. Hold on to that money. Do not buy right away. You're not going to be able to buy anyway until we see this market blow over, and that's happening this year. But it, we will see the bubble get even bigger this summer. Wow. But, again, it, if somebody it, wants to sell, it, sell their home, they better have another place to go. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's – Again, it, well, is it rent. good to real to to buy like let's say somebody wants to invest in real estate? Sure. Can you buy? You, can you, you buy outright? Just buy the house outright, no mortgage. Well, that would make sense, but um, here's the problem: if you want, if you sell and you want to buy another house outright, you you know, if you go down to you know go to some place in Georgia, you sell your house in New York, and you say, "I'm going to go to this." I'm going to go to some town, you know, Jasper, Georgia. You're now paying premium prices now. It's no longer, oh, I can get a, you know, I can get a great deal and buy the house yeah. outright. That that is not happening even even in remote parts of the country. So it's really not a, a viable investment, is what you're saying? Right now, it's not. Right now, it's not. It's probably best to hold on to your money, rent for a bit, wait for things to blow over and and make your move you know when you're ready when it's when it's so look that that's just general advice everyone's situation is different of course right but i would say right now right sell the home and make sure you safely park your money that's a whole nother (laughs) set of issues and then decide Right. Here's the other thing, too. The sound of Uranus is disruptive in a sense. You see a lot of people moving anyway. They're being forced to move. They don't want to sell a house. They've got to sell a house. for them. So that's what's happening. But here's the thing. What your non-negotiables or what you desire, where you want to live, and your non-negotiables are changing so fast because of what's happened and what is going to happen that where you may think you're going to end up will not be where you end up. So a lot of people, oh. I'm suggesting they just sort of hold off. Okay. Well, I'm you had mentioned make, about Cabela being uh, being president. When do you see that taking place? Well, I'm seeing it like it begins in July. Doesn't mean that she becomes president in July. I'm seeing a uh, her taking more power in the White House and her team. So there's like two teams right now. You have Team Biden, Team Camilla, uh, Kamala, and they are, um, you know. They're sort of vying for power, and and uh, you know, Team Kamala's sort of in the background, but she's the one assigned to the border crisis. Even though the, the borders borders are abdicated, <laughs> she took no responsibility. Yeah. You know, she doesn't want to go she's good. She might get caught. Right. <laughs> so God. you're going to see yeah. more of that. Kamala Kamala has been signed this and part of this commission, and now she's going to be speaking and at the World Economic Council, and she's going to be just shaking hands with the President Xi of China, because we're now buddies. China's our friend, right? Not. Yeah, um, right. So, <laughs> you know, I got that's right. that one. Yeah. So that's the other big problem. The 800-pound gorilla, uh, besides the financial system, is China. And you could say that that's probably one of the biggest reasons we're having this big fallout with China over Taiwan, a lot of it comes down to money, trade. A lot of it has to do with what 
COVID triggered. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that they have made it clear that China, China 2025 will be fully implemented, meaning they will be the world hegemon and dictating policy and control. And they're coming out with their global world reserve currency. It just came out. It was just released. And they're planning that money. Right now, Biden is concerned, and this is a big article today in the um, Wall Street Journal, that the administration is concerned that the DCEP, which is their version of Bitcoin, the national Chinese version of Bitcoin, will be able to be able to work around the U.S. dollar system, the Swiss system that we have in place. Meaning that, like, if we put sanctions on a country or a corporation, that that people will be able to use this digital Chinese coin and and bypass the U.S. dollar, being able to do whatever they want. In other words, the power of the dollar to exert control, maintain control on all countries, right, who must use it to buy oil and trade with each other, they'll be able to use the Chinese DCEP, their, their cryptocurrency, all right, as a replacement, mm-hmm. and this would destroy U.S. power very rapidly. It sure would. So that's the other crisis, folks. The other 800-pound gorilla is China. Not, not alien, fake alien invasion. No, 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 no. Whoever's saying that is highly misinformed. It's China. It is the problem. It's our currency. It is the problem. It's the fact that we have no leadership in a, in a civilization that is becoming a technological civilization every day and in every way. There's no vision in this country. No, nobody's leading it. They're just muddling uh-huh. around with some agenda that uh, I certainly can't support. I mean, what so is their agenda? <laughs> well, it just that's a good appears question. to I don't be think to destroy knows. this country. Whatever, the wall, country. I guess it, that's it. It just seems to be right. that they want to destroy the country, You know, let everybody run through our borders, tax the hell out of all of us, you know, that's the other thing that, that they have planned is all these new taxes. So there goes the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, look, I, this is what I see, right? Big government, big tech, big business, big society, crony capitalism, lemon socialism, too powerful to jail, too big to fail, a post-scarcity plutocracy, universal basic income, and universal credit. That is what they are about. But, but they are about putting that type of managed democracy, inverted totalitarianism and managed democracy in place that conforms to this larger, to this larger geopolitical um, global financial system that is being hammered out at the World Economic Forum on May 18th in Singapore. Mm. It, it's not encouraging <laughs> to hear these things. No, but, not at all. But people have to get with the program and understand what's being done, and, and that's why we're so glad you're here tonight to explain this so clearly that it's not we're not ever going back to to what we had. And I think you were one of the first people to come on the show and say that about what was happening in this country and that the country was was literally being torn apart by this new regime, well, and it is. so. We know it, but nobody has been had guts enough to say it. Thank you, William, for letting yeah. us know where we really stand. Exactly. People just don't know. They don't understand. 
And it's well, scary there's nothing to see here. That's what they say. They can give you a plausible narrative, and they could say, look, at, look, look, sit down with me, watch CNN, watch Don Lemon, let's see what he says in the news. See, nothing to see here. If, if, if it was true, it would be on CNN. If it was true, it would be on Fox News. If it was true, it would be in the New York Times. This is the problem. Yeah, right. Unfortunate, but true. It is. There's no thinking things through for themselves. So, But, again, I know our audience thinks things through, so that's good. We've got a big, strong group here across the globe that does think uh, about all of these things and is quite concerned about what's happening next. Well, let me ask you some other questions, too, besides uh, the economy, which is in deep mm-hmm. trouble. But what about our 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 spiritual quest? I mean, what kind of help might we expect from the other side or other dimensions or our own connection with source? Is there anything energetically in the stars that's that's going to help us? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the solution is always built into the crisis, and that's when people rise. You know, the best is brought out in people during times of crisis, when they're fearing an existential event or death, right? That is when uh, the best of us, our most authentic selves, rise to the occasion. And this is what is just starting to happen. Uh, Look, a lot of people, we've been sort of all like sidetracked, sidelined, repressed, because of the COVID dystopian um, lockdowns, right, draconian lockdowns that we've had. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, they're beginning to lift. And, and now there is a big issue over the vaccinations and should I get vaccinated? And they're trying to enforce the vaccinations, right? Again, that's, again, the fact that they're trying to take away our rights and then get us into compliance, right? That is all part of this programming. This is where, you know, if you're a real – if you – abide by metaphysical principles. One of the first medical principles is to know thyself and to think for yourself, to, to cultivate independent thinking, independent yes. thinking. Okay. What do you think about taking the vaccination, the vaccine? Um, I think that's a choice everyone needs to make for themselves. However, that mm-hmm. being said, the Saturn-Uranus alignment always historically indicates disturbing revelations and facts after the event, meaning what are we hearing now about these vaccinations? And I'm, I'm sure a lot of, like, for example, the Johnson & Johnson may be rescinded, right? They may, they may pull it back, right? They right. may decide, you know, they, right? So that's being debated right now. Places. Yeah. Right. Right. In Europe, they right? The, there's other vaccines as well in Europe that has caused many, many other problems with these blood clots. So we're hearing about blood clotting all over the world, right? And we know it's not everyone that gets the vaccine, but it's unpredictable. The number is larger than what they expected, and they're suppressing the data. We don't, it's very hard to get that data, right. um, and we're going to hear more about this. only five or six cases. Well, we know that if they say there's five or six, maybe five or six hundred or a thousand, we don't know. Right, that's right. So we're going to get more disturbing information after the fact. So I would, look, you know, uh, this is something you have to make a decision on. They're going to push this down our throats in all different ways. Now, certain states like Florida, that's not going to happen. Certain states like Texas, that's not going to happen. 
But if you live in California, you live in New York, you live in New Jersey, you want to get on and travel, right, and go to the office, they may force you to take that vaccination. They may coerce you through all means necessary or to keep your job, right? If you're a healthcare worker, you're, you work for the state, you're a police, you're a fireman, you're an ambulance, you know, you work in a hospital, you're going to be, right? So there'll be a lot of pressure being put on people. And this is part of the sort of civil disobedience I see happening where people are passively resisting. So there's going to be a passive resistance movement about getting the vaccination, which is going to start um, becoming much more visible and clear uh, probably in the next few weeks as we get more disturbing revelations where people who were pro-vax are going to step back now from that position. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Some because people I, have already I, taken a shot they're waiting waiting for a second do you think it would be wise for them not to take the second shot yes i do but i am not a doctor and i can't say that but you know i know i trust your opinion that's why i'm asking the question yeah i'm just just letting people know that uh, this is not my area of you know expertise but what i can say is because of um because of what I know in terms of the data and the fact that we're, you know, I, I think it was on a show last time I said there's going to be a lot of disturbing revelations about COVID we're going to find out about. In fact, uh, I think we just had another revelation just come out uh, about um, one of the uh, one of the guest uh, one of the guest uh, speakers on CNN actually is now changing his position on the source of the virus he's going back to the he's now changed his position that it was a manufactured virus that was released out within the wuhan facility with that um Mm -hmm. that weapons lab facility so uh, that's another thing we're going to see we're going to see a lot of people change their positions and uh probably as a result they will be what they will be you know they will no longer be on the show they'll be they'll be you know, black marked, um, very similar to what we saw back in the 50s, remember, with the, um, uh, where people were being accused in Hollywood of being communists, right? Yes, yeah, so, right. Mm-hmm. God, yes. <clears throat> right. Yeah, we're going to see right a lot. Kind of thing. Scary. Right. So, there's, a, there's a lot of medical professionals that have come out and said things about this vaccine, and I encourage everybody to please do their own research. I mean, do your research. If you want to know if you should take the vaccine or not, I I would suggest that to everybody. Look up the data and don't just believe what mainstream news is saying because they're they're following an agenda. You got to dig a little deeper than that, but you will find uh, the truth about this vaccine if you dig for it and you have to. It's your life. It's your kids' lives. It's important to make an informed decision for yourself, just as William you suggested, but. Follow the research. It's it's not what you think. So follow it, and you'll find out what's really going on. But a lot of predictions have been made by medical professionals about what's going to happen from this vaccine, and it is not pretty. But if you do your research, you'll get to it. You'll find the important information, and then make your own choice, like William is suggesting. Right, because we, look, do we it see the AstraZeneca shots in Europe continued they were flagged we're seeing the johnson and johnson vaccine all due to potentially fatal blood clots and some of those potentially fatal blood clots resulted in fatalities 
Yes. And the numbers and are growing. Uh, they're not diminishing. No, they are growing. And they're also growing for thrombocytopenia, which is, again, very much related to the blood, to blood clots. It's <laughs> They have a number of cases that have come directly from the vaccine. And even that was in mainstream media. So, But you know what's really concerning? And you talk about people with their cognitive dissonance. I cannot believe how many people ask, have you gotten your vaccine? Why is it anybody's business? It's That's your personal medical history, your choice, your decision. Why does everybody think, or a lot of people think, who've gotten the vaccine, that they have the right to tell you you have to get the vaccine? Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of that group think, right? Oh, it's yeah. just insane. I've seen a lot of well, pressure, look. not just even from these communities of, of, you know, whatever, whoever these people are who insist to get the vaccine, but I'm seeing pressure from people who get it. It's almost like they want you to be in there with, with them. <laughs> you have to get it, too. <laughs> but why? <Right. laughs> yeah, I think that's that's part of the um, social consensus, right? People want social uh, consent, social proof. Yeah, and yeah, it's yes, exactly. You, Social like, it's almost so like I, they know it's a problem, but if you get one too, then maybe it isn't. I, it's a very strange fracture in consciousness is what I'm saying with that. Right. So we're going to have a bifurcated society, a split between those who are ambivalent or resistant to the vaccine and those who are very pro, and we're going to see more and more, um, well, we're going to see like, our country ditch the shots, like, or at least um, we're going to see, I, I believe we'll probably see a European country. It'll start in Europe. It won't happen here because of Biden-Harris running the show, but we're going to see at least one country, my prediction, will pause or, or suspend at least until they can do a independent review of the shots. I believe we're gonna, there's going to be more data coming out that's going to possibly – Especially the reason I mentioned Europe is because many European elections are about to happen this year, this summer. So there's going to be a big issue for them. The small, one of these smaller European countries, and there's going to be a lot of pressure for them to uh, during this election cycle to answer these questions and inform their citizens and put in policy that uh, deal with things. Unlike here, for the next four years, it's going to be a love fest of you know, implementing radical socialism in totalitarian managed democracy. What do you see with the amount of people that we have coming into the country right now and the inability to really take care of them? What do we, what can we as a country expect from this mass uh, of group of people coming in? Yeah, the illegal immigration is going to get right. more out of control. Uh, well, I, I, I think what we're going to see is a massive rise and spike in in crime. Well, we're already seeing that. For right. Sure. So I that'll be the first thing. Um, look, uh, they're going to have to radically raise taxes, which is going to happen. One of the other things I want to mention is people think their taxes are high now. They're going to get much higher. It's not this year, but next year. So they'll change the laws this year, but next year. Uh, everyone's going to feel like they're living in California, regardless of what state they live in, in terms of the tax hit they're going to take. So you need to get prepared for this, folks. Mm. And the reason I'm bringing that up is all these people flooding into the system, 
they're going to, you know, we don't have enough schools, we don't have enough homes, we don't have enough facilities, enough roads, we don't have enough. And they're going to raise those taxes to pay for those people who don't put money into the system and probably won't for a good while, right, until they get yeah. integrated into the society, if ever, right? So this is a big explosion. This is another 800-pound gorilla in the living room. Yes. Yes. It's awful. Just it's awful. Sad. I mean, I, you know that song, We're Not Gonna Take It, right? That yeah. song, right? Yeah. You know, no, but that song, my theme, gonna come well, become it's big this a summer. Shame because so many of those people were basically coaxed and encouraged to come this direction, and now they're stuck in a, in a no man's land, just like everybody is where they're going. Absolutely. Look, look, we don't have leadership anymore. We have a, a president who can't even walk up the stairs, and, right, on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on, on Air Force True. One. I mean, look at that. That was oh, absolutely telling not? about, right, we don't, he doesn't give a State of the Union address. This has nothing to do with the fact that he's a Democrat. This is way oh, beyond that at this point. The man we is are beyond that. Never yes. have been put into power. Right. You know, people made fun of Reagan's, um, you know, they were saying, oh, Reagan had dementia, you know, towards the, in, in the second, second term of his administration, and there were signs of that. But I could tell you, after watching a, document, uh, a good documentary on Reagan recently released on HBO, Reagan had it l- a lot more together, even if he did exhibit uh, some very, very early signs of dementia, uh, in his administration, he was very on. He was giving speeches. He was out there. He was still very much engaged with Congress, and like you don't see that happening with Joe Biden. I mean, no, he, absolutely. He never spent no, most long of his time in his basement. Get it? That was a sad part about it. Right. So the fact of the matter is, when you have such, you have transits like you have right now. Right? You have these type of transits out there, the Saturn Uranus. The theme, the emperor has no clothes, is one a very powerful Saturn Uranus theme. If you go back to Hans Christian Andersen, uh, mm-hmm. when, that, when that story was first told, when he, uh, which he, it's based on an, uh, an older story, but when he retold that story, there was a Saturn Uranus alignment. And that story where the emperor has no clothes is going to apply very much as a major theme to the Biden Biden administration as we see more and more things unfold or uh, where we realize that um, he's not all there and nobody wants to call it. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If if you were Putin, if you were President Xi of China, if you were the president of some other country, would you not take advantage of that? Right. I certainly would, and they are, and they will. Right, and they will. They're doing it now. They're doing it now because there's a power gap, right? And he has a hostile vice president vying to fill in his shoes who wants nothing to do with him, never liked him to begin with, right? We know about yeah. that history. They have bad history together. Right. And so we have – this is the perfect storm scenario for any – major bad actor in the world to take advantage of the United States, take advantage of us in terms of the power vacuum that is building, So, and the global financial markets where there's, you know, we can have bad actors undermine our system, and that's part of the World Economic Forum. So, look, folks, you know, 
this is a time when you need to apply your metaphysics more than ever. You need to be like pedal to the metal about this and not just airy-fairy. It's going to get real, even more real than last year in a different way. Now, William, didn't you say something on one of the shows that you were on last year about a very unusual thing that would happen? And I think it was this year. It was like something out of the Twilight Zone. I mean, besides this horrible regime we're under, something more (laughs) supernatural that was going to happen. Yes, and I'm still seeing that that high strangeness where we're going to see an event, probably something similar to what um, it, it, we, we may see another major UFO event, uh, which has a level of high strangeness to it, like when, when we saw the um, um, the Phoenix Lights. But I'm seeing much something much more undeniable. Um, so I am seeing some type of um, event emerging, which I can't quite put my finger on but what i do see happening is people um people are going to get much more i'm seeing like a spiritual revival and and part of that spiritual so america's had four spiritual revivals uh and i'm not when I'm, i'm not talking necessarily just religious revivals i'm talking where spiritualism mediumism uh what we saw in the 60s intense interest in uh revision of metaphysics and astrology i'm seeing that happen particularly this year but it's going to correlate with some other events in the world that are going to trigger it oh like an awakening moment mm-hmm. an awakening when event. do you see that happening william yeah i'm seeing that happen more towards the end of the year but it it starts in june it starts in june and between june and december Okay. And there is a, supposed to be a report coming out June 1st about UFOs. Do you see that as some level of disclosure or not? Or is that just going to be another uh, few breadcrumbs they throw our way? Well, there will be two versions of that. One will be the classified version of the report and then the public version of the report. Now, the fact that the public version of the report uh, is going to come out. It's official. It's about UFOs. It's about craft that are not from Russia or China. They can't say, well, there are things out there, but we don't know where they're from, right? So that that's mm-hmm. over with. Now we know they're not of this world. So we're going to probably get more information on that, that there is, it's a military, it's officially, although this has been an issue since 47, it's officially a military problem for the United States that there are uh this is not just about craft that are making observations on US um US military facilities or uh aircraft carrier strike groups right this it goes right. way beyond that so there's going to be um disturbing revelations about that which uh uh they will they will say everything in that report far short of 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 what is uh, what and who is occupying those craft because the moment you start talking about um the rubicon the the red line in the sand would be uh, crashed you know crashed uh, extraterrestrial uh craft that are being reverse engineered mm-hmm. so it'll go very deep but not go as far as that that at that point 
then you have a big problem, right? So it's going to be another level of disclosure, but not the level of disclosure we would have had had Trump remained in power. Yeah. What a well, shame. What about right, President because, Trump? Is, is he? Is there any place for him in in helping us change all of this, or not? Well, he's going to be the ultimate power broker between now and 2022 for uh, the midterm elections. And so we're going to see a lot of Republicans who are Republican in name only who are running for re-election not win their primaries due to him. He's going to be very influential in putting people into place uh, that will um, – that, uh, that can potentially – potentially stop this globalist movement. Remember, these bills have to be passed. Once the World Economic Summit meets and they come out with these policies, these policies will then have to be ratified by those respective government congresses and parliaments and promulgated by their prime minister or presidents. And if the U.S. doesn't do it first, it doesn't matter if England does it. It doesn't matter if Europe or Russia, it's us. We need to lead it. Right, not that. Right, that's not. They need to implement that first. Once we do it, everybody else has to follow. So that is what's so crucial about this. And um, Trump is going to try and put people in there to stop that in the best capacity he could serve between now that's and 2022. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good grief. But but people need to take action. Like you know. Like, they need to get more involved. Put your money in Bitcoin. Put your money in cryptocurrencies. Get a gold position. Do, that's the first start. Stop putting your money into the system. The more you keep using, you're swiping your card, keeping it in stocks, keeping it in bonds, keeping it, you know, using the U.S. dollar as a means of trade settlement in any capacity or investing in things that are based on U.S. dollars, you are empowering this corrupt system that's ultimately going to steal your wealth when they implement the reset. Do you have a time frame that you could tell people that if you're going to move your money out, you need to do it by around this date? Do you have a sense of that? You've got to start now because before the World Economic conference meets. You've got to get the process going. And you've got between now and 2024, right? So mm-hmm. you've got now, between now and January 20th, 2025 is when the next president, right? So this is, look, whatever you can do, it's so crucial. How, how things turn out for everyone really depends on what they do over the next four years, but it starts today. At the fact that Coinbase got an IPO. If you would have said to anybody in the world, right, and said, will Coinbase have an IPO with a $100 billion assessment value, uh, you know, capitalization value, and people would say, that, no way, come on, you know, right? And what happened? So the impossible yeah. just happened today. So that should give people hope because these cryptocurrencies do not follow any of the guidelines of the financial system. They're completely outside the control of the U.S. government, of the World Economic Forum, of the globalists. So start now Boy. is good advice, and then be out of it totally by 2025, January of 2025. Be out of it completely. Right, right. completely out of it. I mean, look, there will always be a stock market, but what's going to soon happen is the decentralized finance 
is going to take over and supersede the centralized financial system where you could buy a token of Tesla. You, just like, so everything is going to be tokenized. Everything is going to be virtualized with a token. And you could, buy, you could buy property anywhere in the world. You could buy tokens that represent that property and trade that on a decentralized system. And it, you won't have to have a certain amount of money. You, could, right? you won't have to have a fixed amount of money. You won't have to have an agent. You won't need a broker. You won't need a certain amount of, you know, they won't, the, barriers of, the barriers of entry that now exist are completely eliminated. Everyone's an equal player. There's going to be true tr price discovery. Uh, it's already happening now, but it's going to be possible where everything you want to do, right, you can do right from your own, uh, right from your own mobile phone and uh, build true independence, sovereignty, and autonomy for, in the financial, in the world through this technological revolution that is disrupting governments, industry, finance, and the power base and the people who pull the strings. This is what, and this is why it's so important to get involved in this movement. It's not just about, hey, I can make a lot of money with Bitcoin. It starts off like that, but once you get deeper into it, you realize what's really happening. This is a revolution even bigger than the 60s that's taking place. Wow. There's been a lot of speculation about who started Bitcoin, right? That's a mystery. That's a mystery. But I do know when and where he started it. We do know that information, and I use that horoscope chart in order to make all my price predictions. Oh. So, mm-hmm. Hmm. So it's good you know that. <laughs> Well, Good you know, that get to know that. So you know your chart's accurate, that's for sure. Right. Well, if you have is, an accurate chart, you can make accurate predictions. That's right. Yeah. That's terrific. That is for sure. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So this is so great to have you here with us, William. Such a wonderful amount of information, and we definitely all need to wake up. If there's any uh, any places we think we're going to hide from this, there there aren't any. We have to start facing it. That's right. And uh, I look, you know, um, this is not easy, but it's necessary. And, uh, you know, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And that's what Saturn Uranus, it's another theme. So Saturn Uranus has multiple, multiple themes. And it's just like these themes of self-reliance or, you know, at trying to build more autonomy and self-reliance in your life. It's not something you generally read in a metaphysical book, but this is what the this is what the trance this is what the astrology is demanding of us within the collective. And what about food, William? I think we brought this up last time because I think you also mentioned there would be disruptions to the food uh supply and we need to think more about being independent that way as well. Yeah, I'm seeing disruptions um somewhat with the food supply and more so with um, uh, the industrial supply chain and like an electronics and a lot of things that we sort of take for granted, you know. So I'm seeing disruption in manufacturing and supply chains, but it's not due to COVID. Uh, COVID triggered it. So um, look, like for example, I'll give you an example. So disruption of technology, right? 
we also mm-hmm. see where things break down, infrastructure failures. So if there is a vulnerability or a potential infrastructure failure that had low probability becomes a high probability like we saw in Texas. Look what happened in Texas right. with the electrical system. Yeah. Completely failing for weeks, right? Yeah, and the freezing and cold. They freezing cold, right? And look at the damage, and they still really haven't recovered from that. So we, we're going to see structural breakdowns. We're going to see – we. We're going to see a lot more of that this year where a lot of our infrastructure, and I'm not just talking about roads and bridges, although that's going to probably, we're going to see a bridge break. We're going to see, um, we're going to see a lot of things, certain vulnerabilities, massive Internet outages or uh, where there was certain security vulnerabilities uh, where people's accounts are getting hacked uh, by, by bad actors you know, in rogue countries. We're going to see a lot more. So wherever there's a vulnerability, you've read an article about it, but there's no funding, no interest, no this, no that, boom, it's going to hit us with a vengeance this time, and it's going to expose that the emperor has no clothes because he doesn't have an answer, he doesn't have a solution, he doesn't, he doesn't talk about it until two weeks after the fact because he's you know, incapacitated, right? So, yeah. so this is, we're going to see a lot more of this, and people, you know, this is going to look, this is going to, this is going to all break out all of this. This is going to sort of like this breakout moment where people are catching on, like we're really on our own. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I think people need to see this perfectly put. We are on our own. Absolutely. But, William, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. I, I wish we had another hour to talk further you with all too. of this. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show again. It was wonderful. Well, thank You're you wonderful. so much. You're just a master. Delightful to have you with us, and we so appreciate your guidance. So uh, we hope you'll come back and share more. And until then, everybody, we'll be back next week with another great show, and we'll see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural Girls. much William that was terrific oh you're very welcome Patricia I really had a good time I'm going to sign up right now for your class <laughs> all right I can't wait yeah. to join your class this is going to be so much fun good. and I'm so glad you're offering it great I really so. appreciate that and uh, try and catch the first video um, I mean they're not short videos they're about two three hours but but if you could just um, that'll get you caught up a little bit so you but if you can't, yeah. that's oh, I okay. definitely will. No, no I definitely yeah. will. And I'm I'm very much looking forward to to wrapping my mind around all of this. I've been doing some studying on my own and also with this other group I'm involved with. But um I think I really want to be a part of your group. So I'll I'll sign up and pay for it right now and thank you again so much. Oh, you're very welcome. And I'm looking forward to being on the show again and we can talk about more supernatural things. But I I think today was we covered the we covered it pretty well with what's happening with the well, global and, scene. Well, and people, you know, you talked about the, exactly what people need to hear. 
it's this is the kind of stuff people need to hear to just shake the cobwebs out of their heads. So it was perfect. Thank you. Thank you. So I look forward to seeing you uh, both at the because um, I, I have a Q and A after. So when you have when um, when I do my presentations, if you're available to see it, we have a live Q and A and look forward to any of your questions and absolutely uh, i'll probably be too shy to ask them because i don't know enough <laughs> yet but as i get my footing in this you'll hear more from me so <laughs> <laughs> that's good all righty okay thanks again william really appreciate okay, it okay you have a wonderful evening take care you too bye-bye bye-bye, bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.